So the ODI World Cup comes down to the final four, India v New Zealand on Wednesday night, Australia versus South Africa on Thursday night. Rob Quiney joins us as we get to a fascinating stage of the World Cup. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Maddie. That's right. Five and a half weeks, 45 games, and we're finally here at the final stage. So I think the best four teams are in, and geez, I'm looking forward to this week's games. We'll get to the obvious question around Australia, as in who makes it and who misses out soon. But let's start with India. Let's do this in order of appearance because they're first up against New Zealand Wednesday. And the obvious question for this one, Rob, is can anyone stop India at the moment? They're 9-0. They're at home. Everything's going their way. Can you see one of these three remaining teams on the opposite side of them, the Kiwis, us or South Africa, being able to stop them? Those three teams have had a chance and failed. Um, you know, Australia miserably as well, and South Africa also. Every team in the in the World Cup has tried and failed. Um, it's it's really really tough ask, you know. And we've looked statistically in the last couple of um, World Cups, it's the home side that it, that's won the World Cup. So odds are, are with India here. Um, I've tried to look as to you know whether there's something glaringly obvious, but you, you look at you know how clinical they were last night. You know, Sharma, Gill, Coley, Shrey Sires coming to the party, Kale Rahul, um, you know, the three quicks, two spin. Like, they've got every base covered. So the only positive, I think, from New Zealand's perspective is that they, they pushed them as close as you can to pushing them um, when they played through the round stages. So uh, the, the, the one thing I got from that game was the, the top economy rates for the bowlers are Boomer and, and Jadeja. So obviously both from India. And Kuldeep Yadav is fourth. And... I just don't think that New Zealand can allow India to dictate terms when they're bowling and, and let those three guys not necessarily explode wickets, but actually make it really hard to score runs. And when they played against each other, they actually took um, Kuldeep Yadav at seven and over. And I think that was one of the reasons why they nearly got up. So maybe that's, you know, they've got to be, they've got to be fearless and brave with the bat. They've got Williamson in now. He played last game. Um, and, you know, their bats are in pretty good nick. Conway, Ravindra and Mitchell around them. Um, pretty good nick with, I guess, Phillips wanting to emulate even half what Glenn Maxwell can do in the way he bats. So uh, that, that was pretty broad, but I think they just need to be brave with their batting um, and potentially, you know, win the toss and send India in as well. You know, we know how good India are at chasing totals. They're, they're superstars. So maybe just the small percentages to go their way. So you've got India at home with everything riding on on them staying unbeaten. They have to stay unbeaten right throughout now. So if they drop their first game of the tournament, they're out. You know, this is the weird part. Whereas New Zealand, as you rightly point out, they just scrape in. They won five, lost four of their nine pool matches. So if you're New Zealand, you're, you're probably looking around going into this one, well, We've got nothing to lose here. This is our time to try and hit the peak that we haven't been able to hit. Yeah, like 100% see that. And you've got to take that mentality in there as well to say, hey, you know, the pressure's on them. They feel the, the Indians feel the pressure at home every time they play. You can, you can get a, like a small sense of it when we're watching here on TV. But when you're there and you hear it and you feel it, it's, a, it's another level. And, and all the players will tell you that. But... When you say like it's a bit, you know, nothing to lose. I think they do have a little bit to lose. They've played in the last two World Cup finals and lost, and mm-hmm. they've got this squad of players that can really challenge the the top teams in the world. And, and I think they're really generally thinking that they can beat India. And if they beat India, they can put, they would walk into the final thinking we can beat anyone. So I think there's a little bit more in the line for New Zealand. You know, 
if they if they miss out here, as I said, two World Cup final runners up and then a semi final loss, you know that they'd be pretty shattered about that. I think. All right, then we get to Thursday, mate. Australia v South Africa, another yes. match-up for the ages, so to speak. So we won our seventh straight against Bangladesh on Saturday night. Mitch Marsh returns and, and goes off, 177 not out. Good to see Steve Smith back with 63 not out. Davey Warner continues to pile on the runs. And Adam Zampa continues to take the wickets. So that's all behind them. That seven uh, straight wins is now behind them, and it comes to crunch. I love yeah. how you put in this, Matty. It's just <laughs> all behind them now. It comes to crunch time, mate, doesn't it? This is the great thing about semi-final. So, so in terms of momentum, before we get to the selections, in terms of momentum, do you like what you've seen from Australia and the way that they've dusted themselves off over the first two losses? Yeah, certainly. I don't think there was any panic that crept into the, the camp. I think, I reckon we spoke after the South Africa, ironically, loss, um after their second game, and I said they wouldn't have panicked after India. They'd be pretty shattered the way they approached the South African game and how they lost that, and they've really turned it around. And again, it's, you know, in my opinion, it was you know Zampa sort of getting closer to full fitness. Um, the top order were a little bit hesitant at the start, which I think it'll, it'll change. And then you know Travis Head's come in. He had an immediate impact. He hasn't had an impact in the last three games, and I think that's something that South Africa are going to be really wary of. Uh, Trav played really well in the South African series prior to the World Cup. Um, so I don't think there's any panic stations. I actually think they're in a better spot now because of what happened in that um, round-robin stage game uh, against South Africa. So um, uh, in terms of momentum, you know, South Africa probably are second behind India in terms of momentum and how they've gone through the tournament. They're so smooth. Like, the cock is absolutely brained them. Um, Vander Dutton and Markram and, and Klaas and, like, that for a batting order, I guess the only weak link there is, you know, Bavuma. And, you know, they've got to this stage without Bavuma really turning it on. So, huge, huge game. Um, I really think that Australia can turn this one around from last game. And and, um, and I guess the scars are there for South Africa historically, aren't they? I know we're probably clutching at straws and we're talking 24 years ago. Um, but the scars are still there. There's still a few days till this one, so touch wood nothing happens because for the first time at this World Cup, Paddy Cummins and Andrew McDonald can actually look around and go, we've got a full squad of 15 players to choose from. Like every time they thought that that would happen, Glenn Maxwell falls off the back of a golf cart. Steve Smith has trouble standing up or sitting down. Um, unfortunately, Correct. Mitchell Marsh had to, had to go home as well. So, you know, without taking the mickey here, they've got a full squad for the very first time at the right time, but it'll come down to Marnus Labashain or Marcus Stoinis. I find it really hard, Rob, to find a case against Marnus Labashain. You know the case for Marcus, but the case against yep. Marnus would be so hard for what he's been bringing and what he can deliver yep. both with ball and bat and in the field. Yeah, whoever misses out is going to be, you know, they're going to be shattered. Um, but these are the... Um, I've got no doubt that Andrew McDonald and the crew would sit down prior to the tournament and say, what's our best team? What does our best team look like? Um, and, and some variables potentially, you know, throughout the, the stage um, process of the tournament because of what you said, injuries and, and other things that come up. But, yeah, I'm probably tending to stick. To think that they're going to stick with Stoinis, and I think that Labashain might unfortunately miss out. Uh, he, he's, he's had a hell of a tournament in terms of giving everything. You watch him in the field, and that last game in the field, like he, he literally got to, he was like a bowler. He got two wickets in the field as, as run out. So yeah. he's done an amazing job. I think 
I don't, I don't think Smith and, and Labuschagne can play too many one-day games together if, if we want to propel above 300 and, and all that. Um, and, and I think Smith takes a cake. Smith's important from a leadership perspective. You know, he's, he's equally good in, in slips. Uh, and I think his batting the ability, I guess, to, to get through some tough times, I think he's pretty good as well. So, um, yeah, it, it's going to be a really tough call. I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Maxwell and Stark come back in. Abbott comes out, obviously. Um, and then for me, you know, that big call is, is Labuschagne uh, to, to come out. But like, like you said, Maddie. This is semi-final time, so it, it, things aren't easy. And it's funny when you when you think about coaches and selectors, it's like, oh, it's a great problem to have everyone available. Some, sometimes it's not. The last <laughs> three or four games, it's been a little bit easier for them. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see which way they go, but that's, that's how I would go. I'm interested in your take, too, on Adam Zampa throughout this tournament. I mean, he, he really has delivered um, at the right time. Like I said, leading uh, wicket-taker in the tournament, 22 wickets. But he, he just seems to have, I, I don't know, just, just changed a bit, grown a bit. I mean, what, how, do you, how do you put it? Are you seeing a different kind of performance from Adam Zampa here? He, he thrives. He, early in his career, he, he might have got hit a little bit but he wants to be bowling in those pressure situations. He he wants to be the person, and they go to. He he absolutely adores Warney, and that's what Warney did. You know, he's he's got those prescription sunnies now that I think he was joking around that they're like Warney's sunnies from like 25, 30 years ago. Um, but he he wants those pressure moments, and he, and he thrives in it. And he went through a period, I reckon, about four years ago, where he. He was that person through the middle that would always get the wicket for Australia, and he's done it. He's done it for four years. So um, he, the thing with him is, it's his length and, and his variable of, or variation of pace, sorry, that um, is the key. And, and people can't get to him. Like people want to come down the wicket to get to him, and, and he's like, go for it. And, and with only four out, I think he does a hell of a job. Not only to control the, the run rate, but obviously pick up key wickets along the way. So um, I think it comes down to referring to your question, Matty, just confidence in his own ability. Is, is how I think he's been so successful. Yeah, if there's one thing you want to pick up off Warney as well, confidence. And he's certainly got that. 100%. He's, yeah, he's, got the, he's got the Warney swagger going on about him. Um, look, it's fascinating, 100%. mate. So we're down to India v New Zealand, then Australia v South Africa. Let's see how this one plays out. It's going to be an awesome week of semifinals. Thanks for your time. Enjoy, mate. And we'll catch up again as we head to the finals. Thanks for having me, Matty. Yeah, looking forward to it. Hopefully India-Australia final, fingers crossed.